Oh, no one ever thinks about the crew below the decks. They're drinking and they're partying and having lots of sex. They cook and clean and serve the rich with a smile all day. But when the richies leave the ship, the yachties get to play. yo ho When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey gang, welcome back to another Gangplank Report. First up, we are covering the Goodbye Lee, Hello Sandy <laughs> from last week with Kathy Gilmore. Hey, Kathy. Hello. I hope you had a good holiday. It was delightful. I hope you and everybody else did as well. And one more holiday to go. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we can do it, people. We can do it. <laughs> Push through. Yeah. Mainly it's just disrupting our Bravo watching a little bit. Yeah. It was weird how they did it doing a new blow deck last week. Yeah. And then this week we've got a new adventure. So we're combining kind of two weeks worth. Yeah. But it's Bravo's fault. It's all Bravo's (laughs) fault. Like they don't usually do it this way. They're screwing us up. I actually fully expected a new below deck OG last night. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, okay. Yep. So I watched the Lee leaving episode for the first time last night. So I would be fresh. And I also did not watch Galley Talk. Yeah, I didn't watch Galley Talk either. All right. Well, let's stick with what we're here for the BDOG report here. Okay. Captain Lee leaving. I mean, I don't know how nobody knew. We were talking about that on Twitter. Some people are like, what? Yeah. And they've been previewing this for quite some time now. So the (laughs) fact that it's sort of the most surprising moment in Below Dick history, what? I mean, not since the 452nd time that Riley told someone she was a captain were we more surprised. (laughs) True. But for a serious note, for a minute, it's like hard to find the funny in it. We do feel for him. He did pull out every cliche in the book for it, which I appreciate. He did use the plane ticket. He's given himself a plane ticket home, which you had brought up a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was great. That was really good. It was a little overwrought with the dramatic with it all i felt (laughs) like i mean he didn't get shot to death right in front of them right right Mm -hmm. he has an injury he's leaving he's hopefully coming back camille carrying on and on i don't know what city she lives in but she seems to be auditioning pretty hard to be a housewife (laughs) based on her performances here it's crazy yeah so i do love how fraser and rachel were upset i thought that was very sweet yeah yeah so i thought that was sweet and then who replaced him the second biggest mystery of all time we all (laughs) knew it was coming captain sandy is back the surprise on Twitter, I could not get <laughs> Was over there really? It. Oh my God. I try not to look at Twitter so I won't be influenced by my little thing here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, how are you so surprised? I know. It, it's like that season when 
Leon left mm-hmm. and Ben was coming and we all knew Ben was coming. Yep. That was even before social media was spoiler heavy. Right. So Captain Sandy comes on board. I mean, why couldn't it have been like Jason or Glenn or Carrie yep. or I don't know, Riley? <laughs> <laughs> no. Good gravy. <laughs> I was kind of thinking, like, it'd be funny if everybody subbed in for somebody else, right? Yeah. If they went through the rotation mm-hmm. and we got different captains on different franchises for one thing. Yeah. It was definitely quite interesting to have her come on board. I definitely am warmer to her after this past season of Med. I thought she was so much better. You know. But she is sort of jumping into this very reminiscent of first season that she was on a little bit yeah like oh why are you mopping why there's plenty of staff it was just a little too something i don't know yeah it's like your children went from the army or rotc program into a montessori school (laughs) whiplash for all these poor deckhands yeah and the stews and all that I thought it was hilarious that it was this particular pack of guests. Yeah. <laughs> like, did they wait for Sandy to bring them out? <laughs> I cannot say that that did not cross my mind. <laughs> it was hilarious. I love that. I thought, oh, that was just genius. I feel like I should spend about as much time talking about Camille as she does on her work and see. Exactly. <laughs> She's Rocky 2.0, and nobody asked for that. Not one person, I think, asked for that. No, it is definitely feeling super manufactured at this point. Super manufactured, and they're obviously not allowed to fire her or something. I don't get any of the Camille stuff. It's not even entertaining anymore. And Alyssa, I don't like how she talks to Camille, but we've said this before. Like, if Alyssa just stopped being sort of passive-aggressive and let Camille be terrible, that's going to come through. Right. You don't need to help the situation along. Everybody sees how awful she is. Mm -hmm. So I don't really get that. I did tweet last week that I don't know who made up the rule that you can't choose to not like Camille and Alyssa, that it had to be one or the other. (laughs) Right. Like, why do we have to choose? Yeah. Can't they both be terrible? Right. I think once Camille leaves, we're going to see just how terrible Alyssa is, actually. Interesting. Because she's sort of being protected a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah, the way she talks to Camille, like, I kind of get a little bit of where Camille's coming from. And I mean, a tiny microscopic dot of it. (laughs) Yeah. And I want Fraser to be the chief, too. That's what we all signed up for. Right. Why isn't he Chief Stewing? We got a little bit more of him, but we need more Fraser. Exactly. They've teased us that we were going to get it for several weeks now. Mm-hmm. This looks yeah. like we might. He calls her delusional, I think, or something like that. Yeah, he definitely like fights back a little bit. And you got to wonder, too, with Lee being so absent on deck this season or on the rest of the boat, like he really doesn't know anything that's going on, it seems like. Yeah. So even more so. And where Sandy's a little more, you know, she got the list from production. (laughs) This one's a train wreck, but she's good TV. But I love how the fact that Camille's throwing Sandy under the bus, like right in front of her. Right. (laughs) 
so we'll see that next week too mm-hmm. which is pretty phenomenal yeah so yeah unfortunately the main storyline is camille 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 and we don't want to see her anymore yeah we're done with it we we're done with it bring fresh blood in hopefully they're done with it too i think throwing sandy yeah. under the bus might be her ticket out of there right like 100 percent. let's hope so let's hope captain lee left some plane tickets behind <laughs> <laughs> And Tony, they're setting Tony up for disaster. Poor little sweet, sweet Tony. Yeah, the anchor watch thing. What did you think about that? Because we did find out from talking to Tiffany a couple weeks ago that not all the franchises do anchor watch. I just thought they didn't all film them. And now we're seeing Sandy bring that in. Yeah. And it wasn't well received. It wasn't well received because they got no notice, right? So all of a sudden one dude whoever is gonna have to stay up in the hours are gonna be stupid now and now they're gonna have to pull camille more to not do anything yeah they should have put her on anchor watch quite frankly that's a good point i don't know why they didn't do that she's low man make her go first yeah but yeah i thought it was quite strange i mean maybe it was something to do with the anchorage i mean sandy has always had them but Ross did say the engineers had been doing it. Right. Captain Lee said that like the winds pick up a lot. The currents are all a little crazy in there. So it sounds like there is a necessity for an anchor watch, but just that the behind the scenes engineers had been doing it. Right. Is what I gleaned from all that. But yeah, I felt bad for the crew. All of a sudden you're just like, bam, hey, guess what? One of you has to stay up all night starting tonight. That just didn't sit well with me at all. And if they were doing it for drama, they should have had Camille do it. That's true. And poor Tony. I feel for you, buddy. I don't like to stay up late either. But his reasoning, (laughs) it would make him too tired to work out. Yeah. (laughs) I know. Well, unlike Tony, I am not an early morning person, nor am I a late night person. Mid-afternoon. That's where I shine, (laughs) apparently. And that's why we record at noon. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, like I'm almost ready for a nap. um, (laughs) Yeah, Tony, that's going to be interesting to see. I just like how he's a whiny little kid about it. But you don't hate him because he's such a sweet soul. Right. And can we talk about switching gears here? That cake. (laughs) That weird miss from Rachel. Yeah. Complete and utter miss from Rachel. Mm -hmm. The color wasn't the spray. Well, don't you test it first? Yeah. color is never really the same with icing and food coloring it just doesn't ever come out like that yeah it doesn't ever come out but you gotta test it first you know she's the one that never tests bleach on clothes or something (laughs) you know she's like i don't care i'll just do it who cares i'll do it i mean she should have sold it off as the puerto rican sunset cake or something that would have been a good call She definitely should have switched gears on that one. A rare misstep for Rachel until this season. It's just yet another misstep for Rachel. Right. Rachel just seems ill-prepared all the time, weirdly. So I don't know what's going on there. I'm not sure. It could be the emotionality of the Lee thing. 
she really yeah, did seem absolutely. broken up so she could yeah. be thrown off by the whole thing sure i mean he was apparently shot dead in front of them so uh <laughs> she's pretty dramatically affected no i i get it she was like the only grown-up on the boat and the other grown-up left and it threw her yeah i have to say i'm kind of waiting with the pointed finger steeple yeah waiting to see how she and sandy interact i don't know why in my head it's a time bomb but in my head it's a time bomb do you think it's because of the way rachel is so vocal and weird about it because don't forget sandy has experience with that with aisha so a little bit of the body humor or whatever yeah i don't think it's that i think it's that she's very matter of fact in what she wants rachel is but well they both are yeah they both are yeah but rachel what she said in front of lee during the infamous you know yes i don't know that that would go as well with sandy lee water off a duck's back he doesn't care as long as you get the job done yeah and he did care at the time but it was like he knew it wasn't directed at him exactly it was edited to be directed at him but it wasn't right but i also just feel like maybe sandy would take her inside and be like well how did that make you feel when you did See, that's what I'm waiting for. I'm just waiting to see how it goes. Montessori. It might gel. It might. She may take pride in having a female chef. Yeah. We know that she likes to see women move up in her industry. So it might go well and I could be wrong. I think what we're going to find out is that Ross is her illegitimate long lost son. (laughs) They kind of look alike. They kind of have the same hair. so silly. Or brother, because I still think that dude's like in his 40s. <laughs> so, <laughs> him and Haley both. You, you're not in your 20s, kid. Sorry. <laughs> so, that's all I got this week, except, of course, like unending empathy for Haley being stuck in the middle yeah. of both those girls. She's doing a bang up job of that, though. He's doing great. Yeah. She's very diplomatic. She has an objective viewpoint and she doesn't encourage one side or the other. She's good at diffusing. Yeah, she's very diplomatic and she's not being catty. Although when Camille came in and like basically like the poor girl's trying to sleep, I half expected Haley to go all like Tommy boy on Camille. (laughs) Like, for the love of God, (laughs) trying to sleep. Stop it. But alas, we did not get that. Well, I'm excited to see what comes of this now that everybody finally knows that it's Sandy. Yeah, right? (laughs) I'm curious to see fan response overall. Yeah. Because we're getting a really close juxtaposition. People have always compared the captains. Right. But it's never been with the same people. Yep. It's always different dynamics with every different group of people. For sure. So this will be interesting. And these are the two captains that are most on each end of the spectrum as far as tough Uh versus easy so like i said these kids are going from military school to montessori Mm -hmm. so let's see what happens yeah there's a new mommy there's a boat mommy now exactly (laughs) well thank you so much you're welcome i hope you have a fun new year's celebration and we will start the new year hopefully the first week with a new below deck again yes let's hope so yeah much like tony i might not make it till midnight (laughs) but unlike tony i won't be getting up early to work out (laughs) same same all right thank you so much all right take care bye this episode is brought to you by shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey guys, welcome back to another Gangplank Report. We are talking about Below Deck Adventure, Season 1, Episode 8, and Bravo called it Elevate Yourself. We've decided to call it Chefzilla, because that might have been one of my favorite lines from the entire episode. <laughs> and here is Jen for your rapid recap. Seth isn't impressed by Lewis's way of handling the exterior. Jess is balking at the idea of another picnic. Carrie performs a masterful launch from the dock in reverse. At the Oktoberfest dinner, Jess chastises the interior for getting the plates wrong in front of the guests. Jess also snaps at Cat for being in the galley. The guests hear the fighting on the radio and ask what's wrong. Jess apologizes to Carrie as soon as service is over. The next day, the guests go on a gorgeous paragliding adventure that also looked terrifying. And it all falls apart when the exterior doesn't show up for the game's face setup. And that's your rapid recap. Awesome. I mean to tell you, this might be so far my favorite episode of the season. Same. For a lot of different reasons, but one of them was Carrie's one-liners. Yes. <laughs> he's killing me. <laughs> yeah. He's got some really good ones. And they're so vastly different because I think just where he comes from, mm -hmm. that like in other franchises, I've become kind of tired of the one-liners. Mm -hmm. And this time around, I mean, to tell you, I was just laughing my butt off. Yeah. Off like a pack of prawns in the sun. We had Chef Zilla. We had him mocking Nathan for saying he'd take over the boat. Like, yeah, he's going to give it to somebody who can't master the stairs. There were a lot of good lines in this. And the dumbfounded look when the primary guest pulled out his 1950s thesaurus and used calisthenics. And Carrie was like, what? I don't know what you're talking about. Say exercise, dude. Nobody says calisthenics anymore. True. I found the entire episode to be very entertaining. I loved the paragliding. Yes, beautiful. Absolutely awesome. And I made a comment about it last night while we were live tweeting with Carrie and Oriana. And he said that he got to do that when he was in Turkey. Because my comment was, well, or somebody else commented, it looks beautiful and terrifying at the same time. And I said, exactly. And he goes, you are correct. I did it in Turkey a couple of months ago. So yeah, I've never done anything like that. I've done the like over water paragliding, but you're still attached to a boat. You're not like jumping off the face of a cliff. Right. That was Nakia who said that Echo does radio. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. And I had thought the, she and I, a lot of times think the exact same thing at the exact same time. So yep. It looked scary, but it looked gorgeous. The vistas there, I still can't get over them. It's stunning. I agree. And I think, you know, when I was sitting there watching it last night, my comment was, I've been all over the Caribbean and it's beautiful and the water is that pretty turquoise color everywhere and it's stunning, mm -hmm. but I've never been on the water in a place like Norway. It just looks amazing. Yeah, it does. It's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Well, aside from the beauty... We had the beast part come out a little bit. I don't know if there was a Palo Santo shortage or what, but Jess is losing her zen. Yeah. I mean, I can understand it. From a chef's perspective, 
And again, this is one of the reasons why I got along with Ben so well in my season is because I understood what he needed and what he was asking for. And I didn't question it because I understand the value of doing things in a hurry and making sure that you're steady while you're doing it. You know, all of those things matter when you're handling food that is hot, that needs to be placed and paying attention to preference sheets. It kind of blows my mind that there was that much of a disconnect between what needed to be done as far as the preferences of the guests and what was happening. And although I don't appreciate the way that Jess approached that, because there was a different time and place to be able to say to them, hey, this, she easily could have just walked over and switched the plates around. But I mean, one of the guys was like, I can't eat that. Right. He said he was allergic. Yeah. Right, right, right. And that's very definitely something that the girls should be paying attention to. I put that squarely on Faye. Yeah. I feel like there's very few things. I mean, if you just mix up a pescatarian and a meat eater, that's one thing. But especially to put shellfish in front of somebody with an allergy, that's my allergy. And I wouldn't appreciate that. Right. Gotcha. I do have a question when it was time to do up the scallops and the guest had requested shots from Oriana and Oriana said, the guest just requested shots. I'll be right there. Can you hold for a minute or something? And she was like, scallops don't hold. She told Casey to tell Oriana that. What is priority? Yeah. It would be the food. Okay. Get the hot food out then deal with the drinks. Okay. Uh, Priority would always be the food. Because the temperature on the shots isn't going to change. You can fix that very quickly. You can't sear off a whole new pan of scallops that quickly to fix it. Okay. So in that case, Oriana should have said, hey guys, the scallops are coming up and we want to get them to you at their best. We'll do the shots as soon as I serve those. Is that how you would handle that? I don't think she even needed to say that. I think she could have just said, okay, on my way. Gone and done that and come right back and done the shots. Because at that point, the guests are all looking at their food going, ooh, ah, and distracted by that for just a minute so that you have time to do the shots. Gotcha. Okay. I was just curious in that moment because there was a lot more chatter over the radio and in front of the guests this time that surprised me. I know they have earpieces, so I'm not sure what they hear and what they don't, but we know they heard some of the tension because they asked about it. Right. And that should tell you that it's pretty obvious that they're allowing that wall to come down and that's not a good thing right and then for them to ask Faye like hey is everything all right they shouldn't be in a position to have to do that ever yeah that's true one of the other things that I was surprised by Carrie was offering to help in service because the exterior wasn't helping with service at all like we've seen on some of the other franchises So Carrie was bringing plates up and he came back a second time for the second course. Jess threw him out of the galley, basically, which shocked me. And I know there has been, and Nakia mentioned this also, that people get on Captain Sandy for being in the galley. But in my opinion, she just kind of hovers and stands there as a specter of sorts where he was offering to help. He was carrying plates. He wasn't just there to hover and stare at her and stress her out he was trying to lend a hand where did you fall in that I think she wasn't thinking clearly she was just kind of in the weeds and said something she shouldn't have okay and especially to somebody who's genuinely there who's not part of the problem who's offering to help yeah I get that 
I was just shocked. To me, the captain is the dude. And if you're going to snap at anybody, it's not him. That's just how I saw it. I did like that immediately after service, she went to try and fix it. A hundred percent. I agree with that. That's the kind of thing where if you realize that you do something, because we've seen a lot of people not take accountability for things like that over the years. Mm -hmm. So for her to acknowledge the fact that that was not kosher and say something immediately about it, I thought was huge. Because that's, that can be a challenge, especially if you've got an ego, Mm-hmm. but at least she acknowledged it and they can move on from that because that's huge. Do you feel like we're hitting the place in a season where you kind of forget the cameras are there and you kind of forget to put on the false persona and we're starting to see the real personalities of people? Yes. Okay. That's the vibe I got last night. Yeah. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Because at some point you need to just do what you have to do. And I would rather see their real personalities than the ones that they're trying to put on for the cameras. I would too. I think we get the authenticity that I look for in reality shows when that happens. So I was kind of excited to see it last night. Plus it ramps up the drama just a little bit. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. The thing that I'm not thrilled about is how gung-ho Seth is coming in for Lewis from Jump. I can't say I'm surprised. I'm not surprised necessarily because of his experience, but it does seem fast Mm -hmm. to me to be that critical. It's from the first day that he was working because we got to remember when he came in, he didn't have to do anything. Yeah. And from jump that morning, he was criticizing that he got a list on the phone and that there wasn't a meeting. Instead of offering up a suggestion to Lewis, I guess, he's just sitting back and criticizing. And from what it looks like on the previews, he's going to jump right over Lewis's head without even talking to him about it and push for himself to be the leader. Yeah, I'm not real impressed with that either. I think Lewis... We've talked about this a little bit. He's not as assertive as some of the other bosuns that we've seen in the past, but I don't think he's doing a terrible job where I will give him a little bit of criticism is in this whole interior exterior power struggle. Mm -hmm. You know, when you guys have downtime in the evening and we've seen a couple of times where they've asked for help and the guys are just sitting around And it's on him to be proactive with his team to say, you know, now that we're done with our exterior duties, let's help the girls. Right. Because it just makes everything flow a lot easier. Mm -hmm. And I put up a poll last night to see who was team Faye with her complaints about the exterior not helping and who was team Lewis because the girls are asking too much, basically. Mm -hmm. And almost all of it fell to team Faye. Mm-hmm. because we've seen in the past where the exterior team will jump in and help right and we're just not seeing that same level of proactiveness with right. the exterior team and that falls on lewis because he's the leader not even proactiveness even when she's asking because she had to ask to have them move the luggage three times last night before anybody got up to help yeah and they were all sitting and they were on a break but seth was getting ready to go down and he didn't jump up to do it And he's supposedly Mr. Gung-Ho and Nathan and Mike didn't jump up to do it. I don't understand the lack of guest focus of this exterior crew. 
they had been great up to this charter when it came to excursions and things like that and having good guest interaction. But as far as service to the guests, it seems a little lacking right now. Yeah, I agree with that. And that's going to affect the whole experience, I would think. Absolutely. And that is where you have to look beyond whether you think you're being abused as an exterior team for your hands to help and look at how what you're doing will affect the tip. Yeah. I understood it more when they were down a person. I got it. They were already shorthanded and it's hard to manage all the tasks with a smaller group. But now that Seth is there, the fact that none of them went to help with the picnic setup, we've never seen that. And I did put out a message to Oriana. I haven't heard back yet. I didn't know how far the picnic was from the boat. And I know on the bike trip, it was a really long way away. So I understood that part. But this seemed a lot closer to the boat because they were having Jess leave at 1230, I think. And they were talking about doing the picnic at one. Right. So it can't have been that far away. So I didn't understand how many people does it take to blow up a fake iceberg? Right. I don't know. Hopefully they will work the kinks out. I am not sure how this is all going to fly. Faye's on her last nerve right now, or they're on Faye's last nerve. Which I totally can understand. There's a lot to do and the service is huge and the guests are eating dinner later than they normally do because of the lighting and I mean, there's a lot of different elements to this, but feeling like you've got a team is important. Right. The cohesiveness hasn't shown up yet. Mm -mm. Hopefully we will get that soon. Yes. But yeah, I really enjoyed this episode. It was a good mix of catty kind of drama, the adventure that we're looking for, and lots of fun (laughs) moments from Captain Carrie, which I'm enjoying very much. Same, same. Well, I'm very much looking forward to next week, except for it looks like Faye kind of loses it. Don't blame her. (laughs) I hope that that works out well and that they come to an understanding about how they're going to treat each other going forward. Yeah, sometimes I think it needs to come to a head like that. And it looks like they're getting a day off together. And in the past, we've seen that that usually is a good venue for airing out differences. It's hard to do when guests are around. Yeah. So... Hopefully with that day off, they can make it be a little more lighthearted and it won't be a drunken fight. Yeah. Fingers crossed. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you all for listening. We will catch you next week for our OG with KG with Kathy Gilmore and our coverage of a low deck adventure episode nine. Thanks everybody. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to our friends who helped us create Gangplank Report. Down below music and lyrics by Angel Twitter Frail and Terry Abbott. Performed by Lorelei of Florida. Production assistance by Michael Castaneda. OG with KG. Contributor Kathy Gilmore. Now, walk the plank, you scallywags, so I can have me a clap of thunder. Bravo!